Hey everybody and welcome back to What Happened to Us with Nate, Sam, and Hugh. And this week we have some fun with the Venice Film Festival. I know, shocking. We got sophisticated, shall we say. No, we didn't. No. We dealt with the drama that's going on over there. We had some fun diving into Leo's relationship, or new relationship, I guess I should say. And some other fun rabbit holes of weight loss, clothing issues, and and this fun little heat wave that we have going on in California. Well, here's the show. Well, you know... It, it is hard for her to get in every week, which makes yeah, sense. Yeah, I was, I was shocked last week that we got her as long as we did. I was quite happy. You know? I was too. It's delightful. It's a nice little change of pace from just the two of us ranting about non politics and weather. Though, ironically, my first question to her was going to be weather-related. because uh, the uh, UCLA game, I'm guessing. Yeah, that that looked like a, uh, looked like a hot group. It, hot that group. weekend, or this weekend, this continual week is just hot garbage. Um... Yeah, it seems like it. Is it uh, weather talk? Is always so. Yeah, delightful. I know. And I'm, is I'm, it is it a dry heat or no, is it because LA has been slowly not. getting it's been slowly getting humid. I don't, um, I'm not really sure what's going on there because LA is a desert. Yeah, that's uh, there is it currently. As uh, people love this talk, uh, mm. a hurricane going on in Mexico, ah. and it is pushing a lot of the humidity from there up into this region i'm believing to be ah. the case part of the case now humidity has been around for a little while now and that's global warming at its finest but ah, right now at night it is unbearable it is like last night was 72 percent humidity like Whoa, it's welcome gonna be, welcome welcome to the club yeah i didn't sign up for st louis weather uh who did who did and, uh yeah no i have uh you know, speaking as somebody who's lived at your apartment, yes, uh, it can get warm. Oh, I yeah. mean, that's LA in general, but your apartment can get very warm. Yeah. I know. Second floor, uh, carpeted. Yeah, there's no yeah. getting away from it. That uh, your your AC unit though, that it 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 works. It works wonders. It but does. Uh, I'm sure it's not wonders for your electric bill. No. But but it it does work pretty well. Currently, have it set it. It's running pretty much on. It's it's on energy saver at 79 degrees but Ooh. you know as you it's amazing uh, 79 is freaking cool in comparison to what the hellhole that the room i'm sitting in right now I is imagine. i imagine uh, you know i usually just I can, I can see you sweating no, well i, I just got out of the yeah. shower so i could ah well that's, oh that's even ah the old classic uh, midwest that's the fun is that you get out of a shower and you never dry no and you just stay wet I, this is what i'm gonna do um, yeah yeah, I have a uh, when I used to work uh, at Top Chef, it was an unusually hot summer, um, but I guess not terribly. But I was outdoors a lot. It was split split between outdoors because we'd shoot out in the field, or I was um, in a kitchen. We built a kitchen like where the, all the challenges happened mm -hmm. downtown on Skid Row. Lovely neighborhood. We had to have oh, armed fantastic. guards around the clock, um, and because uh, you know we got a lot of uh, folks wandering in from from skid row that shouldn't have been in Shocking. um and so the kitchen was hot because it was an old warehouse so there was no real air to pump in yeah and uh i re recall that whole summer i had a uh it was a hat i had from the insider the show i worked on previous and i kind of wore it every day just because it was that's hot. your thing also yeah 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 and um you know because i was outside i always wear a hat when i'm outside because i have a uh, you know yeah what? I have a delicate skin on my head. I don't. Uh, I don't want nothing worse than a sunburn. You probably had a scalp sunburn, even though you have a great deal of hair. Um, I don't know if maybe you haven't. No. Scalp sunburns are very painful. I can extremely, imagine. exceedingly painful. So that's why I wear a hat a lot outside. Uh, but anyway, my point being is that I sweat so much. That summer was so humid that that hat was stayed wet for an entire like. In the morning, I'd put it on, and it was still wet from the day before. Yeah, that's disgusting. Like, it, it just didn't dry. Yeah. And if it, no one who really knows Nate, he gets a hat. He wears that hat until the hat no longer should be worn, and then he mm. rotates to another hat. Yeah. Uh, last time I remember, it was a Amsterdam vodka hat you, you were that's rolling. That's the I, – I rotate between two now. I walk, the, the Amsterdam vodka is pretty – that one gets super gross because that's yeah. what I walk in in the morning when I walk do my, like, 10-mile walks. Right. So that one's super gross. This The Jägermeister hat is also – That's the other one, gross. yes. That's that's getting some worse there. Yeah, it's, it's, I didn't – it didn't even occur to me that I'm wearing all alcohol brands. Oh, but I it's on it. It's on – well, not on so, brand anymore. Well, it was on brand at the time. Yeah. So. Uh 
yeah, it's it's you know it's actually very nice here. Delightful. Oh, I saw you got some uh, ice which cream. Is, which so is nice. yes, I'm an ice cream guy now. Oh. Uh, this is a new development. Very exciting. I'm glad we switched topics to what from weather. Uh, I, as you know, not a huge sweets person. Right. Love candy, but not. I don't cake, pie, baked goods, uh, mm. chocolate, none of that. I and it's ne- it's never even been a health thing. It's just I don't care for it. Um, although now it's more of a health thing, so I'm trying to be healthier. But um, ice cream was included in that. I just so happened last week when I was in Kansas City uh, with uh, the the daughter of my cousins. She's 10 years old and loves ice cream, so we went and got ice cream, and I had some, and I was like, "Huh, I like this. I forgot that I like this." So yeah. So How today do you I had forget to, that you like ice cream. Uh, and you know, it's a good question. I just over time just you know stopped eating it, just didn't think about it. I have a problem with ice cream. I've been told like eat like eating too much. Yeah, like, like a like a see like an addiction. Well, I wouldn't say that that much. I just uh, if I get a pint of ice cream, that pint of ice cream will be gone in a day. I yeah, that's the thing is that my impulse control, as as you know, mm. not not terribly great. Like if I get. Uh, I I'm very good at avoiding things. Yes. Like like going ten years without tasting ice cream. But I feel like I would be the same way. And this is why it's best for me to go to an ice cream shop and get a single scoop, I, and then walk away. I don't know, man. I think it might be good for you to have the indulgence of the ice cream for a little bit to get some weight back on. No, okay, that that is absolutely true. That's where I'm. That's 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 another thing that's going on here, is that um, I'll get back to that in a second. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the um, so I, I, same with candy. Like, uh, if I have a small amount of candy, totally fine. Like, you know, a small packaging of yeah. some kind. But if I buy a larger package of candy, the I'm still gonna eat it. Yeah, well, not quite a pound bag, but I'm just I'm talking like you the know that box of Mike, yeah, that yeah. box of like Mike and Ike's. That's like four and a half servings in a box. You know, it's not that's, a huge box, but that's not gone ge- in one sitting. That's generally cool. supposed to eat it in one sitting. Uh, you know, whereas a bag of Skittles, that's one sitting. Or that's one serving. Uh, so I'm not good with that. So I tend to avoid that. And it's like one of those things where if I don't eat it, I'm fine. I'm not like craving candy. But if I do eat it, I eat too much. Yeah. That's why Halloween was always a problem. Always a problem. I, you and I got uh, fairly similar features on the, the yeah. impulse control. So so like I feel like because the, this ice cream is quite good, my new, my new uh, delight, uh, I feel like if I had a pint, I would probably finish it, and there's no need for that. That's unnecessary. Uh, it is completely necessary. Yes. It's fantastic. Fair uh, enough. But yes, getting back to yes, so the weight thing, uh, I've crossed, um, I've crossed the Rubicon, where uh, now I need, I've, I've overcorrected in the, the weight loss, and now I've lost too much. Yeah. Uh, I'm down in the mid 140s. Okay. Which, uh, That's high and school. And I, and just this is as a point of reference, I started in the mid 190s. Yeah. Um. And see, the problem here is it's not even like a actively, I'm certainly not actively trying to lose weight. No. The problem is, is that, you know, when you, I, so I walk every morning between nine and 11 miles. It's usually pretty, pretty close to on the same t- amount every day. Cause I do the same route yeah. every day. I'm very boring that way. Same route every day. Uh, pretty much. And, um, so what ends up happening is I burn a ton of shit, ton of calories, especially mm-hmm. when it's hot out. So I did the math. And I have to essentially, in order to maintain weight, not lose weight, not gain weight, maintain weight, I have to eat 3,000 calories a day. And what ends up happening is I don't get anywhere close to 3,000 3, calories. That's a lot of food. Like, just, you know. Not that much candy. That is true. But, like, you know, you think about, I remember I used to read about Michael Phelps. Uh, and swim all, yeah. and I'm not comparing myself to a world class athlete, but I remember specifically Michael Phelps would talk about how, especially when he was in training during like Olympic season, he would have to eat about 10,000 calories a day just to maintain weight because of the amount of, and this is this, this is not just swimmers, but swimming, you know, yeah. swimming obviously, but a lot, you know, all world class athletes, uh, they burn so many calories that, uh, you know, so, but you, you hear Michael Phelps say, uh, rock too the rock that's yeah. why he does those crazy cheat meals um you you think uh him saying like uh, he had the sd 10,000 calories a day and you think oh that sounds kind of you know i bet i could do that that's just a bunch of shit but then you realize no that's not just that's a lot of shit yeah like like three th- for me because i don't eat a lot of junk uh 3,000 calories is a lot of food 
Yeah, I'm that's sure. a lot. A lot of salads. A lot of a lot of things yeah. in general. Yeah. So so yeah, it's just it's throwing in some ice cream here and there. It's not gonna not gonna hurt me. That's why. But a yeah, I, of ice cream. I need to. Uh, yeah, I'm looking to gain like uh, about, about twenty pounds. I'm guessing. No, no, I'm. I I was happy. <laughs> I was happy in the the one fifty five to one sixty range, and yeah. I just flew right past that. So another ten pounds. Well, another ten I, pounds will be fine. I was in the same boat as you when I. Yeah, exactly. I, I went down and uh, I was at the same like one forty marker, like college weight, and I was like, yeah. uh, I forgot how much lugging this head around is not yeah. fun. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. You don't the, look yeah, right because the head, the head doesn't. Yeah, yeah. The uh, my childhood coming back to me where where I look, you know, like an orange on a toothpick yep. situation. Um, and the clothes, the clothes are a problem because everything I that I had no longer fits. Uh, the jeans, I like I, I tweeted about. The, I wore a pair of jeans yesterday that because I went out, I went out to dinner. I wore a pair of jeans that I had not worn since January. Oh uh very baggy kind of janko situation uh belts i've had to cut um a couple i punch a few hole new holes in the belt um i could just obviously just buy new clothes but since i'm looking to to over to you know recorrect back up there's no point i'll just i'll see where i even out maybe a new uh, pair of jeans might be required but... oh yeah 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 probably probably then again um baggies back in i guess <laughs> true they weren't like i mean it wasn't so much the look i mean if i don't know if people remember janko jeans those were kind of absurd uh it's not necessarily that they look to an outside observer like oh wow he's wearing some baggy jeans it's just the way they feel yeah you know like the you know it's i it's... have the boot cut jeans still like oh yeah those are those well, i got made fun of for like wearing they were calling someone was calling them janko jeans i'm like they're just boot cut I'm I'm like, i forgot how baggy they were did you ever? Did you guys ever do the thing like where you wore the like the bootcut jeans and then made the cuts at the bottom so they kind of flared Flat out a little out bit? More. I did do yeah. that on a couple pair. Yeah. I do remember doing yeah. that. That was yeah. very high school. I don't think I don't know if anybody. Well, that yeah, was I don't college. Think anybody, like, I'm yeah. just a, like early college, and that was a bad choice even then. I also had the uh, the jeans were a little bit too long, so the the heel of them always got caught on the oh, shoes. Oh, always, and just always. Got I, yeah, dirtier. I used to have to. I used to have to trim like the fraying yes. behind, so so it ended up being kind of cut in because you're cutting off the yep. fraying. Yeah, that that was a problem. Yeah, um, yeah. You don't realize uh, again. I I I I'm not trying to complain about because a lot of people are probably listening, being like, "You asshole, Let's stop complaining about how you're losing too much weight." Because that's an asshole. I've realized that if, if the more I tweet about it, I'm like, there are people reading this. They're like, "What a dick." Yeah, but you know, because it like. It's hard to gain. It's hard to gain and lose, or not hard to gain necessarily, but it, well, for me, but it's hard for a lot of people to lose weight. And I'm not saying, you know. No, no, I know. I get where you're coming from on this one. It's yeah. just like. Yeah, it's, you know. Not but people, uh, family members are not a big fan of, like, when I lose the kind of weight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. They, they, the people, people have been, you know, it, it went from, hey, you look great, like when I was, you know, on the, the, the downswing. Yeah, in that like 150 20, range. 20, yeah, like 20, 30 pounds down. Everybody's like, oh, man, you look fantastic. And then you get past that. Everybody's like, you're on huh, heroin, aren't you? Yeah. Or you, you need a sandwich or something. Which is what makes it really funny is that I even I've made jokes for fifteen years now. Show whenever I'd post old photos from college or or my early twenties, I'd even make jokes about that guy needs a sandwich, and now I'm back to that weight. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. It's not. A but great... it's, and it's not. It's you know you you expect to lose weight from like your midsection, mm-hmm. but like my legs are skinny as hell now. They look stupid. The um. A lot of my shirts that still fit, but now like the necks are super loose because you don't realize that like how much you lose. Neck yeah, fat, yeah. And and I get, I am my head is getting smaller because the hats are baggier than they used to be. So I, it's how, just how the remarkable. fuck did you pull that off? Because mine, I don't mine know. Got it's a skull. It's a skull. How can a skull shrink? Mine got fatter. It's like, well, it might be relative. It it looks it might looks bigger, but like certain hats, like fitted hats, or this one even. Hmm. Is like down a, a, a it's a snapback, so it's down a size. I'm like, how how is that how is that physically possible? Because the skull head, physically cannot get small. Head fat, maybe. I don't know. I, I mean, the head can. Well, I mean, Barry Bonds' head got bigger. Yeah. So I guess. Maybe. Yeah. 
don't know. I don't know. Anyway, uh, anyway, anyway uh, hate to com- hate to complain about things that people do struggle. Should with Should so we much, dive so. into something a little bit more entertaining that we were both paying attention to, uh, paying attention to over the weekend? What's that? The what Venice that? Film Festival. Not that uh-huh. you're paying attention to the films at the Venice. Oh uh, n- um, no. <laughs> Like, and it's yeah um well specifically about brendan fraser uh, okay that was the feel-good moment of the summer exactly uh it is amazing that brendan fraser is so universal i mean there there are a few you know everybody throws out tom when you're talking about universally loved celebs tom hanks is obviously always thrown out i'm trying to think i'm sure there are others everybody's it's keanu keanu's mm-hmm. universally loved brendan fraser universally loved but not the first one that comes to mind but when you hear the name you're like I like oh, yeah. that guy. I love him. Yeah. Like, you know, you go back his I would put of the Brendan Fraser um and I always get I have to make a point to emphasize Fraser cuz it's not Fraser. There's no I. No. Um but his his pinnacle, his peak, his 90s, late 90s early the early 2000s, yeah. but it's more more of a late 90s like starting with school ties which was mid That's mid early early 90s. early like 94. Like through when he started making like kind of, you know, like a George of the Jungle and Dudley Do Right kind of like, like cheesy family movies, but they did really well. Yeah. But like you know, you're talking like Mummy and um, I love Blast from the Past and and um, mm-hmm. Bedazzled and he had a heyday. He had a hell of a heyday. Was and then, still ties, actually. Okay, so but then that was in Encino Man, obviously. Encino oh, yeah. Man was pretty pretty soon after. Um, so he had a he had a run. And then famously had a, uh, you know, had a fall that um, was due to a couple of things. A very big one was, you know, he accused the studio head of sexual assault and basically got blacklisted. Oh, that was um, I didn't realize that, that's what happened. Yeah, that's that's why his career, that's why the roles really dried up. But another thing that added to it was that he destroyed his body. Um, he said, like, the, the, the you know, he the stunts, the stunt work over... Uh, the mummy and and George of the Jungle, like he was doing, he was he had to be in such, like go back and look at him in George of the Jungle, he is ripped. Yeah. Um, and he he said that he just his body broke down after like he broke, I think he broke his back, and he just he physically could not do that stuff anymore. So that those roles dried up, and then the the studio head thing was a big deal so yeah he's just gotten people it, it kind of turned into like whatever happened to brendan fraser but there was a good reason for it mm-hmm. um and yet but he's the guy that everybody loves and now he, he's been making a solid comeback a slow burn over the last few years i don't watch that that that's, tv show that, the um what, what is it the, uh, the one where he plays like a robot it's like a it's like a comic book titans uh, is that what it no, is no it's not titans it, that's no what, it's something uh, else but it's like a Doom comic Patrol. book adaptation what's that Doom Patrol. That's it. That's it. Where he plays like a robot, right? He's a former um, race car driver, robot. He's Robot Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, where a lot of it's just voice work, I think, because yeah, he's like much, in a. Yeah. Um, but you know, he's having a renaissance, and then now he's having a like this new Darren Aronofsky movie. He's doing The Whale, where mm-hmm. he plays like a six hundred pound man. Uh, really having a renaissance, where people are like, "Oh yeah, he's probably going to get an Oscar nomination for this," but he's just. There's just something so likable about him, and he, you know, he's and you know, some the and he looks different. Obviously, he's gained a lot of weight. Hair's lost a lot bit of, of an issue. His hair's, I honestly, if you, I mean, he was started losing his hair. You go back even in the Mummy, his hairline was fading. Oh yeah, even no, though, but... even though the hair looked great, but you could tell at the hairline it was, and it's not something you noticed at the time. But mm-hmm. if you go back and look at it, you're like, yeah, that's that's a lot of like fluffing to make it, you know. Yeah cover but, the spots but yeah it's like but uh, he, yeah he gained a he gained, a, he gained a lot of weight um well, but he's role, just but he, yeah well no but it even i mean he had to use a, a fat suit for to, yeah, to get to, to add role. on yeah but he's been pretty heavy for several years for a while mm. now but yeah he's he just says that i don't know i don't know where he's from like he has a very like midwest kind of aw shucks thing going on but i don't know if he's from the midwest he is he canadian i don't even i mean that, i'm not that, even sure where he's from and he might be Canadian, uh, um, which would totally add on to the aw shucks. He is um, Canadian. Okay, there Brandon you go. Brendan Fraser was born to an Indianapolis, Indiana, to Canadian parents. Like, so he's Midwest. Oh, Canadian. so that's that's Midwest with a Canadian flair. So yeah. that's as aw shucks as you can get. Like he and oh, on Scrubs, he was awesome on Scrubs. Oh, he, was, he was only in like three yeah. episodes, but yeah. he, it was one of the best 
like storylines on the entire show. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, he, it's just, it, he even like two things specific. Well, I love, and he's been doing this for years. They had him on the Scrubs podcast. Um, oh, they did bring it on. Okay. They bring him on. They brought him on for that episode where right. uh, they was first on. Not the one he died. They brought him on for the first one he was on. Like oh, the, in the, the first hammer season. through the hand thing, right? Or is it? Yeah, 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 something like. And the I, it was something I noticed that I didn't realize, and maybe he did it before, but I never really saw many interviews with him. Is that when he he signed off the interview when they got him off the Zoom, he instead of saying, it, it, I noticed at the time and think, well, that's really sweet. But then I noticed he always does it. Instead of saying goodbye to people, he just he signs off by saying goodbye for now, which mm. is like just kind of like a sweet I'm gonna see you again thing. Yeah. But like when you're an actor talking to an interviewer, it's kind of like a sweet thing to say, like, "Well, goodbye for now." Yeah. And even and then he did a um, a uh, like a Zoom, ask me anything kind of thing last year, where he was taking not last year, it might have been during the pandemic, because he was taking like viewer Zoom calls, like questions, and um, and it was he was doing like a he's also done like a, a Western show recently because he was promoting that and he was wearing like a cowboy hat. And I recall seeing that it, it was something that he did fairly recently where it was like Western themed. Um, and the woman was the, the woman was like a diehard Brendan Fraser fan. She was even dressed as the uh, Rachel Weiss character from The Mummy, like dressed in oh, that nice. same outfit. And she she just kept she ended the, her question with, um, I hope you know how many people are rooting for you. We just love we just all love you. And like Brendan Fraser just started tearing up and he actually said, oh, shucks. And he was like crying and it was just the sweetest thing. And then at this premiere the other night or the, the like on Friday or whenever it was, he got this six minute standing. Normally at those film festivals, you hear about these six, seven minute standing ovations. Yeah. And you're like, that's, that's absurd. That's just stupid. Like who, who counts imagine, imagine, well, who counts, but also why a 30 second standing ovation is very fine. It's very long enough. Why would you six minutes? It's like, come on. And, but it, but in this one specifically, I was like, okay, you know what? I'm happy about this because you could see how he was getting more and more emotional. He even tried to kind of walk up and leave because he was kind of getting uncomfortable. Yeah. And like they, the Darren Aronofsky kind of pushed him back to get more love. And he even did like a very Midwest, like kind of kicked, like a Charlie Brown kind of kicked and did like, oh, shucks. Uh, and it, and there was some, like his suit was very wrinkled from sitting. So it was just a whole there's just a whole thing going on where you're like, I, I root for, I want everything good. And even on Twitter, like ev I didn't see a single person say anything other than I want everything good for this person. And even celebrities, other celebrities yeah. were like, I love this man. Yeah. And it's, it's just so refreshing to see somebody that's that beloved. And, and on the, yeah. And then, on the flip the, side, the tail, that. the tail end of the Venice film festival is, Oh my God, this, uh, the drama. I don't, don't worry, darling. This this new Olivia Wilde movie with Florence Pugh and um, Harry Styles also got three and, minutes standing ovation. She did also got it. Yeah, also got a big standing ovation. Uh, Chris Pine, Nick Kroll, Gemma Chan. Yeah. Uh, the trailer looks good. Like when I I saw the trailer, I think before um, maybe before Top Gun. Actually, yeah, yeah. It's been a while. Um, a while it's been around for a bit, but I was I, I was watching this trailer, being like, this movie looks pretty good. Not entirely sure what it's about, but it looks pretty good. Definitely a type of movie where they're teasing a very big twist at the end, which may or may not be um, expected and enjoyed. But it looked cool. But but you didn't really hear much about it outside of Harry Styles because it was Harry Styles. You know, to he's been in a, he's been, been in a few things. Like he was in lead Dunkirk, debut. but he was that. It's his like lead debut, right? Yeah, yeah, like where he's one of the stars. And then you'd heard like some behind the scenes stuff about like that's where Olivia Olivia Wilde is now dating Harry Styles. They met on the on set. They're still together, I think. It's hard you know, to tell right now. Hard to say on that premiere. I think um, a lot of people are like, we got to calm this down because there's yeah. a lot of uh, heat, negative heat. Yeah, so like more, so, so the premiere, big premiere was a couple nights ago. But prior to that, yeah, some stories had come out about um, Florence Pugh, the star, uh, also a big tie to Scrubs, like Brendan Fraser, where she dated Zach Braff for three years. And she was a uh, that was the you know the famous uh, he got a lot of shit for because he's Zach Braff is I think forty seven and, right. and Florence is only twenty three, something like that. But they lived together and and she was on the podcast quite often because he was doing the podcast from his house and mm -hmm. she was just there so she just pop in and give like cooking recipes and she's adorable I love her, um, but yeah there were like 
stories you heard about on set, like her and Olivia Wilde had some issues. She even said in a quote that basically she she ended up having to direct a lot of the movie herself because right. Olivia Wilde just flat out wasn't there. Yeah, she was canoodling. Um, she yeah. was canoodling with Harry Styles. And, and at the same point in time, uh, was still married, I believe, to Sudeikis. She was, yeah. Like, nobody's quite sure if she, if if that was, you know, if, if she left Jason Sudeikis for Harry Styles or if it was just a, a convergence of this marriage is ending. You know, like, it could have just been I mean, a, a she slight... she was married when she met Jason and it is a... Yeah, that's true. That's true. She was famously married to Italian royalty. Yes. Uh, not Not technically royal, but, like, Bloodline. One of the one of those Italian families that's been like aristocratic for like eight hundred years. Right. You know, one of those that's yeah. royalty without being royal. Um yeah. Uh so sure so yeah, she has a history. Um there were also stories that came out and this was the stories came out that evidently Shia LaBeouf was supposed to be I I guess the Harry Styles character, maybe the Chris Pine character. Mm-hmm. I have not actually re- heard that part. I probably the Harry Styles character. Um where uh, stories came out about how, you know, in typical Shia LaBeouf fashion, he makes people uncomfortable because he's kind of a dick. Yeah. Um, and he made Florence very uncomfortable. Um, and she she went to Olivia Wilde and was like, you know, I, I can't work with him. This is, this is going very poorly. And Olivia Wilde claimed it, that she fired him, but it turned out she did not. Uh, Shia LaBeouf himself said, "I was never fired. I I voluntarily quit." And Olivia Wilde and Shia, who has nothing to do with the movie anymore, was like, "Olivia Wilde's full of shit, and I have receipts." Shia was like, "I have texts that show that Olivia Wilde was going behind Florence's back to try to convince me to stay on the movie, despite Florence wanting me gone." So that made Olivia look bad, and gave a very good reason why Florence would be very upset with her. So is that the Harry Styles, and then, yeah, so that that all came out, and then it kind of came to a head at this Venice Venice premiere because people were like, "Are they even gonna? Is Florence even gonna come? She gonna show up?" Mm-hmm. And they all ended up arriving separately. Like so, so um, Olivia Wilde and Harry are still, in theory, as far as we know, still together, but they flew to Venice separately. But there was a there's a good excuse for that, and that Harry's touring. Right. So that that actually isn't necessarily a like red, red flag, flag of any yeah, kind. Right, right. Um, but Florence flew in at the last minute. Like they they were doing like arrivals and appearances in like the days before that weren't necessarily specifically for the movie, and she was nowhere to be seen. And it got to the point of the day of the premiere, people were like, "Is Florence even going to show up to this?" Um, she did. She ended up doing it, but it was just you could tell nobody wanted to be there none of that cast and there were the seating oh chris pine was fantastic oh like chris, all the, I, the memes of chris pine are i am i and i was just saying this the other day i chris pine is climbing up my chris oh he's uh, a leaderboard i think he's number two he's on mine very yeah he's no he i don't for me it's very hard to overtake hemsworth hemsworth is my top evans and him are like 1a 1B. yeah like all those I've, those three are the ones that are like i'm cool with all of them well, my if my up to date leaderboard, if we're keeping track, hmm. is is Hemsworth, Pine. Pine has jumped Evans. Hmm. Evans is Evans is a solid third. Chris Klein is four. I'm throwing in Chris Klein because uh, I want to okay I want to drop Pratt down. That's fine. Um, Do we have any other Chris that we can think of? Walken. Uh, well, um, that, no, younger. but I I I think that those five are pretty solid. Um, and uh, yeah, but Chris Pine and, and his, he's been doing this for a while now. Where he's, I don't think people he's very kind of new agey, spacey, and I don't think people realize that because he was such like a heartthrob and kind of did fair, fairly serious roles, but also kind of goofy roles. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't think people are quite prepared for like how goofy he is in real life. Where like for for a longest time, like he has longer hair now, and he 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 was growing a huge beard for a while and dressed kind of dresses in bizarre clothes. And yeah, he. He, I, people felt bad for him at this premiere because the he just was like, I don't want to be here. I don't want to be part of this. I, you know, I, it was very much you know the Marshawn Lynch. I'm only here so I don't get fined for the press conference thing. Right. Uh, and like the yeah the seating chart at the, the in inside the th- so Florence did end up showing up. Did the carpet? None of them really looked or talked to each other on the carpet. 
well that's not true like hair like somebody actually went to the point of keeping track of all their interactions both before during and after and they were like on the carpet olivia and florence had nothing to do with each other didn't speak didn't were nowhere near each other right um uh olivia i'm sorry uh florence and and harry were no they didn't do they had no interactions whatsoever oddly harry and olivia had no interactions together but like you said it's possible that that's just like either they they discussed it amongst themselves or the studio was like nothing play this down just play it down you know you can still you guys can be in love but let's not talk about that now so that's possible or there could be trouble with them i don't know but but there were there but chris pine and uh, nick kroll was another one who kind of got caught in the middle where yes. he, he and chris pine and nick kroll were taking goofy photos on the carpet and they were interacting with florence right but they were not interacting with olivia no um, but the seating chart jim and jim chan yeah she like yeah. chris pine and her were hanging out there was like photographs on, on yeah. the paparito and things like that and and then the seating chart inside was on uh, a cross was olivia on one end then Pine. Chris, Pine, Chris Pine next to her, Harry on that, like Chris Pine was between Olivia and Harry. Right. And then, then Gemma Chan, then Florence. And it, they just, there was a shot of them that they keeps getting like kind of shown around that they just all, none of them look comfortable. They just, none of them look like they wanted to be there. Um, and it was, yeah. And, and then the, there was a, uh, a, a clip going around that looked like Harry Styles spit on Chris Pine. Yes, you see yes, that? yes, yes, yes. Like I, I, there I, was a very, it was a very weird interaction where um, he kind of leans yeah, over. They, and... Yeah, he he leaned over and may have been talking to Olivia, who was on the other side. But yeah, Harry Chris Pine is sitting in his seat. Harry kind of walks up and kind of leans over and definitely look. He's doing a motion of spitting right. down, but it would be such an absurd thing to do out in the open like that it's just more that chris pine chris pine looks down in his lap while stop laughing yeah. and then just kind of laughs at it and he's just like whatever yeah the look between the look on chris pine's face the weird harry leaning over and it does people kind of were like it and people were doing it like it's a zapruder film yeah like the jfk and it, oh, there's because the there's a person filming it behind yeah it, so they're like yeah we need the, we need the footage of that camera and the close, the the close. I mean, even more of a comp than the Zabruder film, just because it itself was a play, a joke on that is the Keith Hernandez Seinfeld. Episode. Oh yes, yeah. That involves spitting. And remember, that was like back into the left, back into the left. Right. Um. It, but it was just such a bizarre thing that that became an internet argument, and people were like, Harry couldn't have really spit on him, right? And people were doing the slow motion frame by frame. And of course, nobody from the film. None of them are talking about. Oh, of course it. not. No, no, no. Why would? They? But it's it's just so. So this movie that I had no interest in seeing. A lot of people had no. A lot of people had never heard of it. But yeah. now it's becoming infamous for everything that's going on behind the scenes. That it might actually get people to watch the movie. But it. But now the the joke, the running joke, is that people are like, "No, we need a movie about the making of this movie. We don't oh, care about the they, movie they want itself." The, the, the what was it? The room. The... Yeah, yeah. Or, or what, what was the the what was that that Franco one? It was called the something artist. Yeah, it's a room. The, it's uh, the artist. Yeah, it's, yeah, the artist. But it's about the making yeah, of the room. The room. Right. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Or or people were also joking. You know, Ryan Murphy's got that feud show that um the the first season was you know Betty Davis versus uh, Joan Crawford, where I think was it Susan Sarandon played Betty Davis and um, oh wow okay Je Jessica Lang played Joan Crawford. And he's doing a second season, which is about a feud about the women of Truman Capote. It's kind of his 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 series that he does. He has the American Horror Story, he right. has American Crime Story. American Crime Story is those anthologies of like the OJ trial and the Monica right, Lewinsky right, right. and the Versace murder. He's got his niche. And now, now he's got his third series called Feud, and he's doing multiple seasons. Everybody's joking. Well, third season has to be the, the making of this movie because mm. it's it's. So it's it's almost like you're wondering from a studio standpoint. It's like, is this publicity good or bad? Because it might get people to watch it. I think it's oh, there. Oh, and that's another thing is that I guess rumors. Uh, there's been some rumors that have gone around from people that have seen it and from the studio themselves that the movie's terrible. Like, just it's it got all all those movies get a standing ovation at the film festival. Not always. Makes, well, maybe not all of them, but a lot of them get standing ovation, like six minute standing ovations that end up being not great. Hmm. Um, 
I from what I've heard, Florence is great. It, like I heard, Harry's moved... horrible. Just lost. It, really? Yeah. That's what the rumor is. That's the reviews on him. Is just he's lost. And Chris Pine is fantastic. Yeah, he's, and, and I'm sure Gemma Chan's great. Um, I mean, that it's, if you think about it, like Shia LaBeouf, yeah, enormous asshole. He's been incredibly accused of, yeah, of bad sexual, things. Yeah, yeah, just... sexual assault and such. Uh, not sexual. Okay, not sexual assault. Domestic violence. Excuse me. That's there is a difference. There is there. a difference. Yeah. No, neither uh, neither, is good. neither is good, but right. there is a difference there. And, and and his allegations weren't necessarily physical abuse. It was emotional abuse. Yeah. Again, not good. Um, but if you're think if we're talking about acting, Ray, he's a very good actor. Yeah, you can hold himself. Very good actor. Yeah. So you're think if you're getting we went from Shia to Harry Styles, and you know every so often it works out with like singers. Justin Timberlake know. pseudo. Yeah. Uh, he's decent a comedic actor. Yeah, okay. Not okay. when he he can't carry a movie, I don't think. But there, there's something. Uh, no, no. Um, but there, you know, there's something to the same way that a lot of wrestlers become good actors, like performers. You're a performer, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but yeah, so 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 a lot of people are are joking, like, well, maybe the studio is encouraging this sort of keeping this in the news about the the what's going on behind the scenes so that people won't talk about how bad the movie is because you notice in everything that's been talked about nobody's talking about it actually being that bad um so yeah so we'll see but in uh, a lot of people and this is a very fair valid point are saying like you know it's it's a shame that w- would olivia wilde be getting this same criticism if she was a man because this kind of shit happens on film sets all the time like you know you, you it's you think it's uncommon for the a male director to start dating in, an actress from the movie, and that kind of derails production. That happens, but it, it it's not as big a story as this because it's we're talking about pitting women against women. Mm. Um, but it's a shame because I I don't have anything excuse me against no, Olivia Wilde. I mean she's fine. No, I, she... I I have no thoughts one way or the other. I liked her first movie, Booksmart. Was, yeah, it was, uh, it was Booksmart great. was good. I enjoy her as an actress. She yeah. was. Um, OC Fam- famously on the OC, she was good on um, House. Mm-hmm. Um, I-, I enjoyed. She she did a couple indie movies over the years, like Drinking Buddies was good. Oh, what was um, the one I I Butter? Butter. Oh, okay, that was a weird one. Yep. Yeah, she you know she was doing indie movies for a while. Um, you know, I have nothing again for or the American Cure Nightly. I like to say, without the you know, skill it's set. so funny, so funny you say that. I was at a, a mall today, as one does. Uh, and um, I'm always entertained in the department store. I don't know the last time you were in a mall or a department uh, store of any kind. Been a while. But you know, you, you know the, the makeup. You go through like the makeup section, right, and you know yeah. it's all the ads for like the clones, like you know okay. all the celebrity perfume. The, yeah, you know the it's ev- every single um, brand of cologne, like every single designer has a big name celebrity, mm-hmm. like all of them. Um, so you walk through a makeup department, and it's you just see all these f- famous faces. Well, you know, Johnny Depp was doing Sauvage. He's done Sauvage for years, and they kept they, even at his lowest point over the last several years. They still had those Sauvage ads, like they'd still show him on TV that bizarre thing where he's in the desert the wolf thing, yeah. Um, and then they still had the print, like the photos up in the makeup department. Uh, Julia Roberts still, I think she does Lancome. Um, uh, Charlize Theron does Dior. Yeah, like these are all prominently, you know, and um, uh, uh, Kira Knightley does. I guess she does Chanel, and she so her face is plastered all over the perfumes. And I was looking at her, I was like, man, what? I have not seen her in years. I she's another one that I'm like, I like her. You know, I've always yeah. liked her. She's had a family, so that kind of like soaked into things. And like the way Hollywood is, if you're not yeah. here, right right now, yeah, that's true. Um. She looks amazing. I mean, granted, a lot of I'm sure those photos are heavily touched up, but she looks great. Yeah. She looks amazing. She she doesn't look like she's aged a day since Bendit like Beckham. Mm. Um, but you know, I I enjoy her, so it was it was nice. But it, it's it's you know that Anna de Armas. I, I think that's how her name. You know, the one who was in Knives Out. Yeah, the, playing the Cuban Maryland, actress who's the Cuban, play Mar- yeah, Marilyn Monroe. She 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 does she does it like one of those. It's just so funny that all like all those labels are like, we need a big celebrity. Get get us the biggest person. And I'm sure for the celebrity, it's like, okay, I have to do a one day photo shoot. And you're just gonna show these photos forever. Okay, cool. Um, 
Uh, evidently, Leo, Leonardo DiCaprio's rumored new girlfriend, she does a lot of ads. Uh, oh. Have you heard about this? That no, he I might, have not heard anything. The, the rumors are that he is now dating Gigi Hadid. Oh, okay, um, yeah, yeah. Supermodel yeah. Gigi Hadid, which that fits his profile of women that he dates in that blonde supermodel, yes. model slash supermodel. But she's 27 years old. That That is... Um, that is outside his comfort level, I would say. Like normal, you know, she's not much older than what his, his the 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 one he just broke up with. Mm-hmm. Not much older, but that was, that's now. Like you know, when when Leo started started dating her, she was obviously considerably younger. Right. I think twenty seven years old would be the oldest to date that he's start started dating. Yeah, absolutely. No, no, like there's a track record. Yeah, so maybe he's maybe he's branching out. Uh, maybe I doubt it. Tired doubt of the it. memes, and it, maybe. And it's entirely possible they're not actually dating, but people have said people are saying, well, at the very least, they've been hooking up, and it's like, yeah, well, beautiful people do beautiful things, you yeah. know, beautiful people things. So, good for them. Well, it's always that funny thing. It's like there, there's the meme about him being upset about the memes that are being made about him, where he's like, it wasn't her age. She likes season eight of Game of Thrones. That's great. <laughs> and I was like, but I hope that's true, like in the sense of like him just owning up to what's being said about him. Like, yeah. a why would he give two rats what anyone thinks? He doesn't seem to. I don't think. Would you really? It's just like I. And he's no. I mean, no. If you're at that level, probably not. He's always struck me as, and maybe it's the maybe I'm just conflating it because the the Lakers fandom and his career. But he's always kind of struck me as like a like he and Jack Nicholson like kind of have a similar um uh, career I, slash not not necessarily personalities but just kind of the whole maybe it's the dating the mystique models maybe type thing to mystique them. mystique is good because uh but uh, except that leo rarely like when's the last time you actually remember him doing it like a sit like being on a talk show like he it doesn't, he doesn't feel need like to he do it does them yeah because he doesn't need to no but like he doesn't have much of a personality that we know of um, like he he might be a super fun, cool, laid-back guy. I think he's but we very just don't mellow. Know. From my understanding of who that, he is, he's a very sense. mellow guy. Kind of keeps to himself. Like, I, L.A. being L.A. and having friends work at bars at um, Goal, which was owned mm-hmm. by E. Oh, um, rest in peace. What's, what's his name? Kevin Kevin Connolly. Kevin Connolly. Kevin Connolly's one of the, uh, the pussy posse guys. So, yeah. I was there one night when Toby McGuire was doing karaoke around the, his separation divorce territory uh, which was very interesting to, in yeah. general and you hear the stories about leo coming into the bar i've bumped into him at a few places here and there he just seems like whatever like he does a, i mean he he yeah he, he always he always has the hat not yeah, only just a hat on it's always pulled very, very low very much like so. So you can't see his face honestly i think the the he probably thought the the pandemic was a bit of a godsend because he continues to wear masks out mm. Um, cause that's even more, more, you know, I can hide myself. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I've never heard anything bad about him as a person, you know, his personality, but he just, he, he just keeps getting I the right, the I, rights to I the things I want to make. That's the downside the, to him. Well, when you're that level, you can, no, I know. the only thing he's been super outspoken about and the only thing I can recall him actually talking about to press is that, you know, uh, environmental stuff. Like he's very, you know, very, very into environmental causes, but it's so he like promotes that while not ever actually promoting his movies. Yeah, and then um, you also look at the fact that he has a private jet, a super yacht, and destroying the environment all on his own. Yeah, it's probably true. So, uh, yeah, but he drives okay. a Prius. He probably drives a Tesla now. Oh, even no, even more than that, he drives one of those you know, the the street legal electric golf carts. You know the ones that are. Like they're they're obviously golf carts, but then there are ones that are registered and street legal. Like they right. have license plates, they have seat belts, they have license plates, but a lot of them are still electric. He drives one of those around. Which oh. is there is there anything more look at me like if he's trying to draw attention away from himself, is there anything more look at me, Louie, than driving a golf cart down Sunset Boulevard? Well, I doubt he'd be driving that down Sunset. Prob- probably not. But if he's out and about, yeah. I have no idea. I, I assume he probably lives in Malibu. He's on the beach a lot. I don't. Yeah, that's uh, a good question. I think he. I know he has a house in the Bird Hills, like in the Bird yeah. Streets. But I, but he's and maybe he just goes to the beach a lot. Yeah, he, oh, I'm sure he has a Malibu house. They, everyone who has that kind of money has a beach house and another house and another house. Yeah. And oh, true. They got a New and York he, apartment. You know, they have. And I respect that he and um, you know, he's. 
people always like give him shit because he you know he has a he has a pretty much permanent dad bod which oh, jack yeah. nicholson jack nicholson is kind of the same way jack neither of them have ever like played a role where they're like ripped they just never needed to there was no point like if you go back and look at leonardo dicaprio's career he was super skinny in the beginning because he yep. was young and skinny but he was never like ripped or he you know he's he never really played like a, an action hero type role uh, and then now he's just like it looks like a normal chubby dude, which good for him. Who cares? Hmm. Um, and Jack Nicholson was kind of the same way. Um, but yeah, you know, I don't know. I'm That's my to, take on Leonardo DiCaprio. Always, always a lot of takes on Leo the last couple of weeks. To be honest. Uh, well, you know, yeah, it's been a center of the show almost, shall we say, which is odd. Um, that yeah, it, well, does, I'm sure he has a, a new Scorsese movie coming out some sometime uh, soon. Uh, Oh, that that's another Brendan Fraser. He's mentioned Fraser's going to be in the new Scorsese movie, and he he talks about how what what how excited he was because it's going to be he's he's like I I get to be in a Martin Scorsese movie with with Robert De Niro, and he was so excited about it. And it's like yeah, good for him. I I hope. I think rooting for that. If you're okay, if we're going to go for when Leo had to be the most ripped, he had to be would have to be in the early aughts in that oh six oh eight range where he did. Blood Diamond and Body of Lies. Well, you know the one. It's it's funny. This is the second time I've referenced this movie today. Is that the one I always think of? Is do you remember the beach? Yep. The beach was like his big post Titanic. He he actually took a little bit of time off post Titanic because he you know he literally became like the biggest star in the world, and he kind of took a bit of time off. And the beach I feel like was one kind of one of his big. That came out in like ninety eight. No, two thousand. Ninety eight was the Man in the Iron Mask. And he oh, did okay. Celebrity as well. I'm, I just, what year did... Okay. To, 2000 the thing that the I, came out. So. The thing that I remember about The Beach is that the first time the trailer showed for The Beach, it showed before one of the Star Wars prequels. Mm-hmm. And, and I remember that because it was a studio thing. Yeah. You know, it was like... But because, you know, generally speaking... Um, trailers seem to fit the movie like you're, you're going to see a, a marvel movie generally all the trailers before it are also big blockbuster type movies you're not seeing like an indie trailer before you know before thor um but i remember the beach trailer showing before that's why i thought it was phantom menace but those years don't match up 99 was it's, phantom menace okay so maybe it was okay so it was phantom menace i remember going to see phantom menace in westwood like the opening week i think i saw it the second night not the midnight sh- like it came out on a thursday night i saw it on friday night mm-hmm. um and i remember the entire crowd booing when the beach trailer came on because it was like obviously that is the the fan base for those two movies are not the same no. but i feel like that knocked down like star wars from like both yeah whatever exactly watch film but like th- that that movie is what i associate with like the most fit leonardo dicaprio probably he was like shirtless the whole movie they were yeah but he was not beach. he still kind of had that weird dad bod to it too i believe yeah yeah well you know I- i'm glad we're spending uh, this much yeah. time yeah, objectifying it is... leonardo dicaprio. well it's better than objectifying i guess a, any an actress, female actress but, but it's uh yeah you know so uh so there's that yeah we have uh i'm trying to think i don't think a lot yeah it's, so the, the not really the guy. action movie guy let's be honest it's like the revenant well one? he and that that was uh, you know he was supposed to be kind of frumpy yeah. you know generally speaking people well that's not true that people weren't like super fit in that era because of course they were from from manual labor usually um but yeah, I never, you know what I said? I've not seen The Revenant because I just don't. Want, I don't want to. I don't have any interest in seeing movies that are like a, that. People tell me, oh, it's a difficult watch, and then I'm like, what the fuck do I want to watch it then? I also what? don't like things that I'm like, oh, this has purely been done for an Oscar. Oh yeah, um, yeah, you can always tell. And like, there was a movie I went to go see around that time called Waves, which is a one-time watch. I recommend people watching it. Um, it's serious it's a serious family drama which is just like it was not a film i expected i was like it took me in a lot of places and i was Hmm. like this is fucked up movie but it was a good fucked up movie but it's a one-time watch and i'm like it's hard to get people to do yeah see those one-timers if there are a couple ways if 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 movies are described a couple ways there's no chance i will watch it one is if people say it's a tough watch right i'll be like well i don't know uh, or like if you say like if, if somebody who even likes it says it's a one time watch, then I'm like, well, I'm not going to give it that one time. I don't I don't I don't want that. Or if somebody 
I mean, this is often used for, and I don't even, this seems like a backhanded compliment when a movie's described as a slow burn, mm. like a build up slow burn. And I'm like, well, I don't want that. Like all, all I hear when you say slow burn is I hear slow. Yeah. And boring usually. And boring. Yeah. I associate, I mean, yeah, it might come out to a very fulfilling conclusion, but you tell me slow burn. I'm like, okay, you're talking about a movie that's boring until the last half hour. Yeah. I don't, I don't need that. I don't, I don't need that. Like you would think that maybe the Shawshank Redemption was described as that at one point in time. You know, it's like one of those movies like you would think, but I could, I could see, I could see maybe somebody describing it that way. Slow. Cause I mean, certainly the last 20, you know, spoiler, the last 20 minutes of the movie are fantastic. I mean, I think, I think the whole movie's fantastic, but I I could, I could see how you could make the argument that not a ton happens up until the the third act. I could see that. But it's a, it's a prison movie. So it's got to got, it's, balanced itself very well yeah uh but you know one of those things it's it's always weird i think i don't even know when don't don't worry darling comes out soon i think i think i'm almost is it it soon it is like because sometimes you know with those film festivals sometimes they still don't come out for months or years i mean i remember seeing the debut of uh i love you philip morris um, um, P.S. I love oh, you. Yeah. P.S. I love you, Philip Morris. And it took freaking years after that. Well, there, well, there. I mean, there's some, and especially with Sundance, a lot of the time, or Toronto as well. Like, or you know, a lot of those film festivals, movies haven't been purchased yet. No, yeah. like, but usually with Venice and Cannes, they, it, I mean, sometimes they don't have distribution. But like with Venice specifically, usually those already are movies that you know have a big studio behind it. Um. So don't worry, darling. It comes out September twenty third, and it's well, okay, only in theaters. Just so you know, folks. Uh, I I do love that new advertisement that they they have to specify. That is that seems like, it, and I feel like the only in, I mean, the only in theaters. Certainly, Top Gun was the the most re, you know the first one of of recent memory where they made a point of saying that. Marvel. Yeah, Marvel movies, sure. Well, although did. Doctor Strange was only in theaters, was, but it was quickly was it? translated into um, Disney Plus. Got it. Which okay. you can watch now. Yeah. yeah, I saw that. I saw that, and I imagine Thor can't be too far behind. No, uh, um, like, oh, did you hear? Oh, James Gunn gave a shot out, like the shot over the the the, the bridge of uh, Taika about his uh, he, laziness of filmmaking with that one. What did he say? He just kind of like he made a general statement about like how lazy certain people can be with a 300 million dollar budget i i mean tyke i i definitely the last two thors i mean you certainly could say an acquired taste i know a lot of comic book fans didn't love how much he turned into a comedy i liked thor wow. ragnarok i thought that was fantastic oh I, yeah. ragnarok was great but i could i could definitely love and see thunder the was just kind of like i could see the argument about it in love and thunder he doubled down on the comedy he certainly did yeah but and, and i could see how that's an acquired taste certainly if you're a fan of like the you know the source material yeah um but i wouldn't i don't know if i'd describe his movies as lazy he certainly has a style he, he just called like the the script lazy like i think oh, well that i mean thor and yeah, love and thunder was not a great movie it was fun not yeah but movie. it wasn't a good movie no it wasn't no. it was fine like i enjoyed yeah. it i might watch it again when when it pops up i on did i watched Plus. it i watched it twice in the theater but like i like i told you it was because the the sound mixing in the first yeah. the first viewing was poor and and so it was actually really tough to make out a lot of the dialogue yeah. um but uh, that's interesting. That's, you don't see a lot of Marvel on Marvel crime like that. Well, James Gunn's kind of like above that now because he got fired yeah. and replaced. Like, and he's he's a bit of a loose cannon, as we know, famously. Mm-hmm. Um, he so I, if there was a Marvel director to kind of not fall out of line, but to kind of you know speak on his own, that he I, that would be I would because he was given a movie it. nobody expected anything from. They're like, oh yeah, yeah, I, go I, with I, Guardians of the Galaxy, dude. Good luck. Like, yeah, they didn't give him a budget worthwhile he wrote a hell of a script where there was no real bad guy like they didn't really like yeah there was ronan the accuser but he wasn't yeah. really that prevalent and, in the and movie. he came he came back didn't he or did they kill him they killed him in that one but then they bring him back because of the opposite timeline and he was also in captain marvel and okay that's, that's a, what i'm thinking that, and which was before right yeah. right that's what that's where i'm confused 
and then and and I mean Guard, Guardians two had had several bad guys. They had both the um, what are the what are those that roving band called like the one that um, that um, oh the, the but they're not bad guys. They're, the Reavers, the Ravers, the Reavers, Reavers are they sort of were like you know like what's his name had like they're a like character. pirates. You know, they had you know what's his name at a character turn the the one that had the mohawk oh, that, that controlled his flying pen I can't think of the actor's name Michael Ro- uh, Michael um, Rooker Rooker yep in the first one he was more of a villain the second one he had like a, a you know a, a became the good guy um, yeah uh, that's interesting okay mm. did did um uh, I guess. Top Gun is doing Yondu. very well at what's Yondu. that? Yondu. Yondu. That's Yondu. That's it. And, but and what they, were they called? Rev something? Uh, I don't. Ravagers. Rav. I knew it was an okay. Oh, you know where I'm confusing that the 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 Reavers or the uh, Rev. Those were from, from Firefly. Um, Firefly. Yeah. Um, the um, like Top Gun is now now on um, home viewing, uh, and it's still going. It's st- still killing. It was the um, I saw the stat that was crazy. It. It won the box office on Labor Day. Jesus. Which is insane. It it is the first movie, I think since Jaws, they said, to win both Memorial Day weekend and Labor Day weekend in the theaters. That's never happened in forty five years. Well they're not exactly putting out movies at the same rate they it's, used to. Or like, that or that stay but and generally speaking, movies don't stay in the theater. No, not that long. Over an entire summer. That's and impressive. It's, and it's also the number one viewed movie on streaming. Yeah. Um. And it just passed Black Panther at number five all okay. time. Damn. It's not. It's not gonna catch the top four. The top four, like, there's a noticeable gap. But the fact that it cli- it's climbed. Modern it cli- day in a lot- talking. Uh. Well, I think ju- no. It's adjusted for inflation. Yeah. So yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Um. It passed Titanic a while back. It passed. It just passed Black Panther. Um, the ones that are ahead of it still are the number one of all time is Endgame, I believe. Number Avatar. Really? Well, Avatar. I think Avatar briefly jumped Endgame because James Cameron pulled that bullshit of re-releasing it like two years ago. Mm-hmm. So it so it got a little bit more. Um, but Avatar's number two, I believe. In, in Infinity Game. No. Um, no. The new Spider-Man is number three. The newest Spider-Man, no, no Way Home, is number three. I can't recall what number four is, but now Top Gun is number five. Um, Let's see. And you know that's hell. That's that's impressive. Oh, very much so. And then did you see the 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 latest? Oh no, we talked about it on offline. Uh, that Tom Cruise like stunt he did for CinemaCon, where he was like teasing uh, Mission Impossible, where he's standing on a biplane. Yeah. He's at this point, he's just such a tryhard. It's like we get it. You know, we don't. You don't need to keep trying to prove yourself that you're some sort of badass. We know you're a badass. It was completely unnecessary to be hanging from a biplane. That's when is that ever necessary? I have no you idea. Know. Yeah, I'm just trying to. I've, I've gone to the numbers, uh, and biggest December weekend that was Spider-Man, but yeah. uh, that's not what I'm looking for. All time, it's just Memorial Day was. Top Gun, Maverick. So, I don't know. And yeah, it's it's just impressive, especially a movie that was you know I mean that the the fact that everybody keeps talking about how top it's top, top Gun Tom Cruise bet on himself and that he refused to you know the, yeah. they wanted to release the, the they wanted to release it on streaming during the pandemic and he's like no fuck this we're gonna I want to let's just shelve it for three years and it worked. And it worked. Part of the reason it worked, and the same thing with the original Top Gun, is that the plot line is pretty much evergreen because, like we've discussed, there is no you don't know who the bad guys are. They're so vague that it, it you know that that Top Gun Maverick is kind of timeless because it it you know it's it's not like who's the villain of now, right? So you know, no, it's just... hell. I... I'm curious how it how like if it is as as good on the the homes, you know. The, I mean, it's, sure a it's, good, it's a it's a good movie. It's not it's not just that I, you have to see it on a big screen because of all the action. It's a legit good it's movie. It's actually better I, than it, the first one. So oh well, the first one was not uh, no, really that good. No. It was all ooh because of the, yeah. what they shot. I'm, 
I'm sure at the time it was great. Yeah. Like I'm sure I'm sure people who watched oh, it in, 19... yeah, yeah, yeah. Like in, in 1986 were yeah. like, "Wow, this is incredible." Yeah, all that military propaganda and all that. Yeah, yeah, stuff. yeah. yeah. Know, who was it? There was somebody that who there was an actor who was supposed to be in the first one. I, I the name escapes me. That turned it down because of the fact that he's like, no, I'm not making a Navy propaganda. Like he's like, I'm not making a Navy commercial. It was a big name actor who they yeah. couldn't get. I think he actually was supposed to play Maverick. They couldn't get because the guy was like, I'm not gonna be in an infomercial for the military. That's what this movie is, and it is. And hell, Maverick kind of is too. Well, on that note, bit. Nate. Yeah, we gotta get going. Hit our hour. Shockingly, easy, easy peasy today. Easy. Always, peasy. yeah. Miss out on Sam, but you know, she she'll guys she will always try to get here when she can. So it's possible she melted. There's better than there is a good yeah, no, that, this melted. weekend. Yeah, yeah. so eh, we'll, we'll get going.